Hey there, guys. Hey, cute cats and kittens. Hey there, sport. It's your pals, Reg and the zoo here. <laughs> we've got a brand new podcast for y'all. It's Friday. It's Freaky Friday. We've got some fun things planned for y'all. It's got a little... We're going to go over the new Batman trailer. we got Robert Pattinson wearing a little bit of eyeliner for that. It's looking real good. We've got the Candyman coming soon. We've got a little Formula One. We've got a little bit of Buffalo football. We've got a little bit of National Basketball Association. We've got some movies. We're going to talk horror movies. We might even do some horror villain versus, uh, versus superhero thinking about doing a little bit of everything that's what we do here on Reginald Zeus so let's have at it We got Friday, August. Oh my God! Friday, August twenty eighth. It's eight eight nineteen seven twenty one. It's time for Reg in the Zoo. That's what freaking time it is. Seven twenty one. That's when we start. <laughs> Seven twenty one. That's what freaking time it is on a freaky Friday, baby. We're gonna do a lot of fun stuff today. I'm having a good week. How are you having? Yeah, week's not too bad. End of the month. My birthday's next month. I'm gonna start asking people that all the time. How are you having? How are you having? How, how about, are you having? How are you now? How are you having? <laughs> so what? Uh, how you been since I seen you about? An well, hour I and sound half ago? like I sound like I'm fucking drunk on a boat, but I'm not. I'm here on Reg in the Zoo. I'm doing all right. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was a long week though. We had a long fucking week. Yeah. At least I did. I feel like I did. I didn't sleep that much. You never sleep that much. What do you do sleep all night? Sleep is for the week. Uh. I don't know. Um, I just been kind of fucking around on my laptop at the end of the day. Just spent getting a lot lost, of time just watching getting the office lost, for some reason. Lost in the lap. <laughs> that sounds so sexual. Yeah, we're getting lost it's in our laps really here. I feel like my laptops actually, or my MacBooks, like yeah, getting slower over time here. Because you're getting lost in your lap. Just because I'm using it like twenty four seven. Getting lost in your lap here on a Friday with Reg in the zoo. Yeah, dude. So, it's sweet. It's a sweet place to be here. <laughs> it's a sweet place. Yeah, it's so sweet that the parking lot's like empty. It's like the coolest thing, knowing that we're like probably one of like 10 other people in the entire building. I went on a bike ride through at the Elmwood Village the other day. How was that? It was in the morning. I've been on a few of them. I ride my bike from time to time, but I rode in the morning before work, and it was interesting like you just said there was like not a lot of people around there was only like active people around it's weird i feel like yeah i don't know i feel like people are are really active in the morning but then some people are really not out at all that was weird just got an update what was it was it something important no it was fucking spam actually on on my uh my school email Oh God! Apple TV. How's school Weekend going? Watch. How's school going? What's school watch? How's it going <laughs> on school watch? Weekend watch. The world premiere of Bill and Ted. Fa- uh, Bill and Ted face the music is here, dude. I still can't believe you haven't seen Bill and Ted ever. That's one I have not seen. Did you see that they put uh, 
they put the guy from Weekend at Bernie's on a cardboard cutout at a baseball game. Did they really? Yeah, somebody no did way. that. Dude, yeah. that movie's fucking great. I love that movie. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. Quick story about First Weekend one. at Bernie's. Um, we were at a Kings of Leon concert one time. Me and a bunch of my friends. My parents were there. My older brother was there. We were cracking some brewskis up on the hill at Darien Lake where you could go park the car up on the top. I don't think you can do that anymore. No, I don't think you can. But it was like that perfect summer dusk, like right now, this time of the year, where fall is like football. Football. Football season. Boys boys of fall. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> the boys of fall. Corny-ass song I just heard for the first time. I tried to listen to it getting into football weather. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that song. I know, like, the boys of summer. Well, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the boys of fall, but that exact um that kings of leon concert we were playing catch of the frisbee this guy was whipping this frisbee he would have perfect form and he it was was a regular plastic frisbee not a frisbee disc and he was just chucking it like 70 yards on a rope so like there was a group of people around us and my buddy Maddie's like six four, and he played wide receiver, and he's like a gazelle. He's pretty athletic. He's probably one of the more athletic people that you'd pick out of this particular group of people. There was another group of people like around the way that were like chads, total like preppy, like eighties, like. Basically, like those blonde haired, like the blonde haired guy from Chad Goes Deep, the podcast, those younger guys. I don't know if you saw them. <laughs> yeah. He looked just kind of like that guy. And he comes over and he's wasted and he like starts. I'm like hanging out playing like beer pong or something like that. And like he goes over and all of a sudden now I, I'm seeing Maddie has his shirt off, which I know is usually a sign that he's going to be getting down and dirty. And this other kid like pops his shirt off and they're like racing to go on this magic guy who was probably not even going to the concert. He probably just goes there to hang out who throws the perfect Frisbee. And he kept saying no dropsies, no dropsies, no dropsies, ah, dropsies. And it was like, stop saying it. That was when we were playing regular catch. I think this guy just walked up, but he turned out to be like, you could tell he was ready to rip when he saw a Frisbee. He was one of the best Frisbee throwers I've ever seen. So he he backs up. He lets them go. Now, now they go full bore, but you assume this other kid isn't as athletic. They go full bore, and it's intense, stride for stride, two different types of stride. They both go up after like 45 yard sprint and the kid ends up like grabbing it over Maddie. And it was like so funny to watch. And it was because he was really awkward, but he was really athletic and he jogs back. And I just screamed out like weekend at Bernie's. Cause he looked like that because of his outfit. And literally Maddie was so disappointed after, but I'll never forget screaming that weekend at Bernie's as that kid, like, took over the entire because obviously everybody started watching their group watched our group watched it was it was intense kings of leon now the reason i tell that story two reasons 
I cried the other day. Where? At, when you went home? My house. I cried a little bit. I'm not afraid. Not afraid to admit it. There's nothing wrong with that. I had a little bit of a cry. No, I literally did have a leaky eye though when I was watching some live music on YouTube, going deep into the tube, the tube rhythm. Were you going down a black hole on YouTube? Yeah, I ended up actually listening to uh, some acoustic My Chemical Romance. wasn't even the music. It was great. It was a great set. Recommend it. But I ended up just listening and watching these people like listen on the video, and I was just like, "Oh my god, it's been such a long time since I've been able to go to a concert. It sucks." It's one thing that I didn't like even. It didn't even hit me. Like it hit me hard though. It yeah, hit me with totally that wet that. throat. That frog wet throat wetty. So yeah. But that Kings of Leon show, that was great. I figured every show I'll reference one show from here on out. And I one only know good like, story from a show. Dude, I only know like one or two songs by Kings of Leon. I got really into them partly because of that show. That was just kind of a random one that ended up being like you heard like the rest of their album so and you saw it live and it was an experience i think that's kind of really what i'm getting at is the the live value of a show is so much different than just listening to an album because it's the energy that it creates in the atmosphere around it and the people that feel it and then what energy they put off yeah it's just it sucks that it's not around. And, like, sports is different because, like, but, I mean, they're even complaining about not really having the the crowd. That's been a really interesting thing. Like, Paul George complained about it. LeBron complained about it at one point. It's all kind of, like, hitting them. And now the NBA is all currently postponed due to the just disgusting stuff going on in the country. Um, but that should... Be back tomorrow, Saturday. Um, there was a few things that were brought to the table. Um, just a couple different things. I know that they said that they were going to make... There was three stipulations, one of which was basically just they were going to do some ads uh, promoting like civil civic duty and, and things in like local elections. And then they were going to be converting some of the NBA places to polling places um, and then also just doing like big time advertising spots on like social justice and stuff. So yeah. I guess it's kind of like the end, you know, a lot of people could look at it like the players, it doesn't matter how you look at it. I think that the players did a decent job of being professional and kind of standing their ground, but also making headway. There was a couple different things that happened. Patrick Beverly, uh, like shouted out to a female who's a higher up in the NFL or NBA players association. She was just addressing a large group of the people at this like town hall meeting and he cut her off and she went to go speak again and he cut her off again. And then he said something along the lines of shut up. I pay your salary. I don't know if he said shut up, but he said like, Something, I pay your salary. And then a bunch of the veterans were like, stop, dude. Don't 
No, yeah, that's kind of like fucked stop. Up. And he's a psycho on the court. So not all the you know so not all the athletes are psychos off, but that was a pretty shitty act. But that was just a couple of the main things. I mean, in my neck of the woods of my my news. What about you? I know you follow uh, Formula One, but they didn't have a race last week. You were telling me. Yeah, they didn't have a race last week or this past weekend. And I actually went out to Fort Niagara with my drone, um, and I was getting footage down there. Oh, with your drone? With my drone. Say it like that. With my, uh, with my Dude, Fort drone. Niagara. Yeah, dude, it's pretty sweet. I didn't, I couldn't go over the base or anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure I could have, but get arrested, bro. You can go down uh, by the water there, and then there's like you know big letters, Fort Niagara. Started out like just filming that, and then just did like a really far pan out. It was really cool. You got to kind of hide though, because it can see everything, and you don't want to have yourself in the shot. You know, fucking, you know, <laughs> seeing somebody do the remote and shit. It kind of takes it away from it. Illegal to be there. No, there's, uh, I mean, there are places with restricted airspace, um, but no, as long as you got it, like, in your field of, field of view. What What got you to go there? I just haven't been out there. Usually, I go out there a couple times a year. To Old Fort Niagara? Old Fort Niagara. Because I think I've been to Old Fort Niagara a long time ago. Yeah. I fucking, boy we did a field school. trip there, and then I went there a few years ago with, um, uh, my ex-girlfriend at the time, um, Katie. Ooh. I think it was Katie. Ooh. But yeah, we you uh, just drop your ex's name on the air. You'll have to edit that out. She ain't ever gonna listen. Nobody's gonna know who it is, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think Maya they will. Khalifa will. Yeah, dude. Don't tell Maya Khalifa. She's yo, I can't believe you just. Yo, man. Nobody's supposed to know about me and Maya Khalifa. Matt and Maya have been talking a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah, here and there. <laughs> They've been. Talking on uh, kick. Is kick still around? I have no idea. Really show my. I had an age. account on there, but I definitely had a kick. K I K. But I like, like never used it for a minute. I like I never used it though. Nobody had it. I feel like random people had it, like people all over the world, but only a select few. Yeah, it's, I did. It's kind of crazy all the different apps. I mean, there's WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, kick was line before app. Snapchat. Snapchat's kind of fun with the stories. I kind of find myself in the morning just scrolling through. I used to make them all the time, honestly. When I'd be drunk, I'd make a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, like the like the professional. Now I make ones. podcasts, so that's cool. Yeah, this is way better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, Fort Niagara was pretty fun. But yeah, there was no Formula One last week, but this week they got the Belgium Grand Prix, so I'm pretty excited. In Belgium, that's where Daddy's from. Belgium. What's going on in racing, though? So, I mean, it's fun to watch and everything, but you just got to get past the fact that Lewis Hamilton's going to win. Yeah. It's like it's taken a lot of the fun out of it, at least yeah. for me. I mean, you expect him to win all the time, but, like, it's just you can't help but just get mad because you want to see somebody else win. Like, Max yeah. Verstappen won the other, uh, I think, week before last it was, um, which was, like, the only other person to win this season. Verstappen. Verstappen, yeah, Max Verstappen. I've only heard you say, like, four fucking names this whole time. Max Verstappen, he's with Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, he's with Renault. Um, This podcast is brought to you by Red Bull. No, fucking. Max Verstappen's. Thanks to Max Verstappen for giving us the keys to this awesome (laughs) podcast. No, dude. uh, 
But yeah, it's just you just know Lewis Hamilton's going to win. No one's going to catch him this year. Same with his partner. The the Mercedes team is just they're winning the constructors too by a crazy amount. Um, but Sebastian Vettel is pretty uh, pretty important this week because um, he's going to be going to Racing Point. So they say uh, Lance Stroll was kind of quiet. He's like not speaking on it, which is kind of saying a lot because he's kind of pissed. You can just tell he's really pissed. Um, because he's doing way better than Sebastian Vettel, but he brings in more money just because of his name. Even if he's not winning, like they're still making a lot of money with all the merchandise. Got they're that selling. cash, straight cash. Yeah, money. dude. I mean, he's one of the best. I mean, he he used to race for Red Bull, and that's when he killed it. He won like four in a row. Red Thunder, almost like Red Bull. Uh, Arizona iced tea. Brought to you by Liquid Death. It's almost like. Something that's not water, but it's in a big metal can, and it's just water. What Was it, like, carbonated? It's just water. That's all it is, just water, not sparkling or anything? Yeah, but have you seen the ad for it, Murder Your Thirst? Yeah, we watched it when uh, you got it. Yeah. When, when, like, Nick dropped it off or whatever. One of the best ideas ever. But it's literally just a viral success. I bet its sales are not that great. I would love to look into it. This is where if we had a producer, we're hiring a producer. So if you want to come in and do an internship, you can be our producer. Work for free. If you're a young, nubile human being. Agile. (laughs) A young, nubile, agile, fleet of mind and foot person of interest and mind yeah i think that's a good idea yeah so we'll have a we'll probably have a producer someday so we don't have to do it all ourselves i can't believe joe rogan's new fucking setup like that fucking looks like he's in a tunnel and shit fucking crazy the rogues armageddon bunker yeah it's probably an armageddon bunker yeah he would totally do that but that's such a sweet setup that he can just do that sweet setup sipping on swish out here i was like Thinking about how alcoholics would think about maybe taking a sip out of the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I think, what was her face? Um, one of the president's wives. She was uh, like an alcoholic, like a really bad one. Betty Ford. Betty Ford. And she used to drink uh, mouthwash. Yes, um, I think that's true. I always think of that, like when I think of that shit. Like she used to drink mouthwash. The chick in the office drank. She l- licks the hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. In one episode. Oh, dude, I'm t- I'm positive they probably fucking do that. There's been. I just used one in the building that we work in, and it smelled exactly like tequila, and then it smelled like vodka. But it smelled like tequila and vodka, and. I'm not going to lie, it made me think of like drinking when I smelled it. Because they had a lot of companies that made them, and I feel like it's definitely one of the hand sanitizers that's made of like liquor. And it's just like the shitty liquor, and you could just probably just. That's what it sip smells it like. It smells swish. like cheap plastic bottle, like. Yeah, so I've been sucking on Like $5 on, a liter bottle. I've been sucking on it. Sucking on some Sani, sipping on that Switzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, and sometimes it smells really good, but that shit, it just kind of, I don't know, dude. The one at the other bathroom, like you walk down the hallway, go to the left a bit, that one's got a really funny smell to it. Yeah. 
Try not to use them. Sizzling with the slurpees of the Sani. So, yeah, I've been drinking a little bit of that. I've been getting a little sauce on the syrup. Dude, that's fucked, man. As they say, as the kids say. Jeremy Ford over here. So, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot to report as far as the NBA goes, but uh, Josh Allen did have a good showing in the first, technically the first kind of scrimmage. He finished some... Is that where they were... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, That's it's where, okay. like, they Fuck were all me. wearing the different colored jerseys. <laughs> well, he, the quarterbacks <laughs> probably wore red. Yeah, like... And, and then, then the offense and defense probably wore white, white and, and then blue. blue. Yeah. The QBs probably wore red. But, yeah, it was weird to see three team members all in three different colors, honestly. Yeah, like, when I was looking at it, I'm like, uh, I just saw the clip for it on Instagram, on the Buffalo Bills Instagram. Yeah. And it looked fucking sweet. The entire marketing department for the Buffalo Bills got fired. Or, really? I'm sorry, walked out or got fired or left. But Because yeah, of everything that's going on? I don't know what's going on. We're going to have to find out. Stay tuned to Buffalo's Reg in the Zoo to find out how the marketing department at Pagula's Sports and Entertainment got fired. I'm... I'm honestly really confused by it. I need to know more. I don't know necessarily anybody that worked there, but, I mean, I put my hat in the ring. I'm never going to get that job. I would love to kill that job, though. I could easily do that job. You know how they say people couldn't do that job? How could you not want to do that job? That would be the best job in the whole world. Honestly, just doing what you, like, love to, like, What's your, like, hobby and shit, you know? Yeah. It would feel like but you wouldn't skill, even be working. It would just feel like you're not even working. Yeah, the passion and the skill. <laughs> Total domination of what, life. What are your – so, like, if you have three to choose from, what are your three uh, dream jobs? Ugh. I don't know. I guess scout. For what sport? I don't know. You said three. Three. That's one. Actor and producer. Producer. I guess. Producer would be pretty sweet. I don't know. That's fucking legit, though. I guess so. Why? What are yours? Uh, (laughs) uh, Definitely like a storm chaser. Not like for science, just filming him. Yeah. Like tornadoes and shit. That would be legit. Chasing nades. Film it, sell it to the news, uh, like the news uh, stations and shit. Like Nightcrawler. uh, Kind of like that. That's a great movie. Um, But with like just tornadoes and shit. That was, there was a show that was on Discovery. I don't even, can't think of the name of it, but it was like legit. And just some of the shots they got, it's just like what the clouds are doing are just in fucking sane, dude. Like, it's scary though. It is. I mean, you definitely have to know, like, weather patterns and shit and, like, which way you can drive and stuff. Yeah. Because if you just take a wrong turn somewhere, you're fucked unless you're you drive fucked. unless you're in a tank. Well, I've been driving around the country, as you know. It's one of my favorite things to do. I guess when you, like, lose your license for, like, a year or whatever, you kind of take a new uh, basking into hobbies that you didn't uh, respect as much. You lose the respect for yourself a little. Uh, But I've been driving around the country a lot, and I think about that a lot. Like, you can see the storms when you're out at the end of the 400 from Buffalo. I recommend anybody takes a ride just 
through the country. If you go 40 minutes out of the city past Clarence and Williamsville and all the suburbia and West Seneca and Orchard Park and like towards like right past that. Yeah. Right past there. That's like all pretty cool. You got a lot of like interesting places out like near the windmills, like route five along the water is a really good drive. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Is that old Lakeshore? Yeah. Like that way. Yeah, that's good. Which uh, which will connect to the Skyway if you take it long enough. But oh. that's a nice drive because you, you can just go fucking all the way out to like Sunset doing that and farther. Yeah, that's a good drive. Definitely. Um, it's a decent drive to get to Lewiston, but that's always a good drive. Yeah, that's kind of right, right where it was out at. Yeah. Fort Niagara's Old right out there. Fart Niagara. Fart Niagara. Oh, Fart Niagara. I was joking the other day, I played a little froth with my buddy Brent, and we both used to be servers. He's actually right in the center of the tempo, like, drama of the restaurant industry. But anyways, um, I was joking about, like, we would always make... Me and that kid used to make jokes since we were younger. Like, we used to say we'd have a show called BJ, Morning BJ, Brent and Jeremy. That was in eighth grade. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Zelotti. Um, but Who was he? He was our social studies and homeroom teacher. But every morning we were, like, cracking jokes, like, right in the morning. So we started calling him Morning BJ. But um, anyways, we were talking, and I was joking about, like, walking up to tables, and it's really annoying when you're in the middle of serving and you're, you don't really want to talk to people. I don't know. Some people probably like talking to people when they're serving. I didn't. And you just kind of get pissed off, and you can sort of just read and sort of judge people immediately on, on how they're going to be. And yeah. It's like – or – it can take a turn on you and somebody might immediately piss you off as soon as you walk up and, and ask you for something really rudely or something like that. But I was just joking, like, instead of saying folks, every single time, just saying fox. Fox? Just every single time. Hey, fox, how we doing? Did you just say fox? But like, oh man, you you guys are one cool group of fucks, aren't you? <laughs> that sounds way less interesting saying it on the air than it did when I was saying it on the Frisbee golf course. When? Just recently when you went? Yeah, that's what I was telling. We were saying this out loud, like back and forth, like, hey, f- hey, folks, I'm, I'm, I'm Jeremy. I'll be taking care of you. <laughs> some fucks are better than, you know, some fucks love it here. Some fucks don't. What is course he saying did, fucks or is he saying folks? What course did you go to again? You guys are you guys are cool couple of fucks, you know that? What? We were at Ellicott. Ellicott, that's right. But Ellicott changed. Do you ever like in Frisbee golf news? Ellicott changed. Did you know that? No. What changed about it? It changed a couple of the holes directionally and made a couple of there were nice positive changes if i do say so myself as an avid frisbee golfer do you keep an accurate score as you go yeah or do you guys just give up towards we just have threes every every hole it's usually threes like every time every hole is a three basically is how we always play yeah basically you ever get a ringer 
A one? Yeah. No. No, but I've gotten a couple twos, like a lot of twos, a lot of good putts. I'd like to think I'm very good, but I don't, tr- I like have just been playing for a while. It's like I don't try that hard. The guys that go, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but the, it's been littered with douchebaggery. Dude, when I used to go, like when I was younger, nobody was ever there. It nobody wasn't really that big. It wasn't popular. Now it's Maybe like, have a group of older guys. Yeah, that's yeah. So it's so weird about it. Now if it was like, league night, you'd have a group of older guys. If it was, yeah, like and now if you go, it's like every single like sometimes you would go to a course and nobody's on it at all, and you're like, this is fucking sweet. And chances of that now is like it's not going to happen. It's kind of no. it's kind of lame. What else sucks is everybody that is out is only out because they have nothing else to do, and that's also shitty. Because yeah. it's like you fucks, you folks, you fucks, you folks wouldn't even be out here if it were not these conditions. You fucks would be home, sitting on your couches, watching my four hundred pound life. The other day, my choices for TV were like my 400-pound life, Tucker Carlson, or oh my god, fucking oh, what was it? Is it my? Isn't it my 600-pound life? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's a different show. There were ridiculous options, and my point was the only thing on TV was the stupid RNC, which I'm not trying to get political. I'm just so sick of it. I did want to say one thing. That, like, everybody's so anti when it comes to politics. I feel like nobody's actually pro any um, party. Everyone's just kind of anti a party. And I'm independent. I've talked a lot about that in my life. I'm not necessarily Democrat or Republican. And there should be, we could talk for days. But one point I wanted to make was, well, two points, actually. But the first one is the fact that nobody nobody is pro anything. They're just all anti. Everyone on the Democrat is anti. It's kind of right and left, Democrat, Republican. Everyone's anti the other. But one thing is like, hey, people, find someone you like and talk about them. Instead of just talking about everything that's negative, why don't you just find somebody that you like? You know, I've found a few politicians that I do like. You know, I don't need to talk about them. But point number two, it's like find stuff you do like or come up with ideas. Instead of talking about what you don't like, actually come up with an idea. Create, don't negate. Like everybody could negate. Anybody can negate what the other side is doing. That's not hard. Like anybody can do that, but can everybody create an idea? No. One idea that I was saying that I thought made sense was making elected officials have to be under 65 because one, it eliminates old white racism and white fragility. Two, it involves younger people in politics sooner because you don't have as long of a possible career route. So you have to get in earlier and you would have to contribute earlier. So therefore the average age of people would have to be younger. 
in politics, you you also would have uh and then people were saying term limits, like which I agree with, but to stick on the point of under sixty five, if someone's retired or is old enough to retire, do you really feel that they should be making the decisions of tomorrow? I'm not saying there shouldn't be senior advisories and things like that, but I just feel if you, one simple solution to all of this would be to push that to a younger age under 65 for the president for senators for congressmen for representatives governors whatever but that was just something that i had thought of that i thought might help uh generally but it's clear that there's a lot of work to be done but i think that one sweeping change like that would answer like a lot of different Turn over a lot of different stones. What do you think? I mean, are you registered to vote? Uh, I, I registered. So. I registered this year, actually. I think so. I didn't vote in the last one. I voted in the last one. To be honest with you, but I don't I'm even feel like this voting year. in this one. I, well, I mean, I'm gonna vote. I'm definitely gonna vote too. Um, but it's kind of crazy because I have never like really been registered before. I just never really cared. This year it was just became it was just really easy to do it, especially with how everything's kind of going on right now. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, but it's scary, dude, because it's like every four years you just get like the same bullshit, where it's only like the main debates only between two parties when there's like how many fucking parties out there, and those it's only going to be between them two. Like there's never going to be an upset like. No. It wasn't an upset like when uh when Trump won or anything like that. It's like you, you knew he, either he was going to win or Hillary Clinton. It's not like there was anybody else in it, you know. It's just, it's just He stalked her, dude. He was stalking her across yeah. the stage so creepy just standing there. <laughs> SNL did the best fucking uh the best skit of that. They were playing like the Jaws music. Like an Alec Baldwin would yeah. like start creeping up on her and then just jump out, dude. Oh, it was fucking great. Yeah, he's a he's an absolute creature that Trump. I we could talk about him all day too, but there's no, rather not even waste waste yeah. the breath on him, dude. Yeah, we want to try and be helpful for people on here. The whole goal is to just, I think, continue to practice and get better. I mean, one thing I noticed about myself is I say a lot of ums, so I'm trying to improve um. improve upon that as I open a vape on the air because that's super professional. That's really going to get me a job somewhere. Who cares, dude? We vape all the time on the air. The cool part about starting your own podcast is there is no boss. The only problem is you post things on the air that your boss could see. But that's why you got to have a cool boss. Don't find a shitty boss. Don't work for shitty people. Yeah, we lucked out. You don't work for shitty people here at Reg in the Zoo. If you want to come work for Reg in the Zoo or if you've got any great ideas, please get a hold of us. We're Reach not- out to us on Instagram. We ain't going to yell at you. No, we ain't. No, we really we would love some feedback. Um, I feel like there's going to be so many podcasts out that it's still early, but eventually people are just all. I don't think I think TV is legitimately sort of 
dissipating and people I haven't I don't really go on Twitch or do video game streaming but I think video game streaming is leading the way toward basically just everybody having a channel. I mean all social media Instagram is becoming YouTube Snapchat is almost like becoming irrelevant tiktok i don't have that but it's gonna be banned soon anyway yeah tiktok's weird there's just so many little kids on there it's like uncomfortable um i never used it me either only tiktoks i see are ones that are shared on like youtube or it would be i would see stuff on instagram of like girls like dancing and i'm like yeah that's all they are it's like weird it's fucking stupid but it's fine like they should have stuff like that for kids because kids Kids, though, like kids, where you have to be a kid, but then it's fucking creepers will get in there. Like, kid, creepers will creep, man. Yeah, dude, it's sketchy. There's so many sketch balls out there. That's what sucks. <laughs> so many sketch balls out there that are giving the people that are trying to fight for good things awful names. Like, there's idiots. There's idiots all over the world. But the moral compass is sort of just falling off more and more as the reign of Trump has has been in the United States. I mean, I I just feel like having somebody that isn't moral at the top of the food chain means nobody has to be moral. Like, I'm not saying everybody's out... But it feels like little Nikki. Feels like everybody's sort of just. I mean, I still work. People are still going to work. There's still functionality, but it does. It to me, it is starting to feel almost like the world as we know it is is dissipating. Like I don't know how else to put that, but I could see like a distant like future where people that have like camped and like done survival stuff are like going to be better off than people that haven't. And also people with fucking guns, like yeah, that's fucked. guns are going to be important probably to have in the next 10 years just to protect yourself, which is annoying. There was that, did you see that story about the skateboarder? Oh yeah. That got shot. Yeah. That's fucked. And he was trying to like take the guy out just with the skateboard. Yeah. He was a young White militia, 17-year-old, the kid who was walking around with a long gun, and he was supposed to be protecting the businesses. And And then the cops were, like, giving this militia, like, food and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just read an article on how, like, infiltrated the um, multiple states around around the country are just littered with white nationalist underground nazis basically so fucked up yeah but that's like that's the truth american history x dude the other thing another point that i kind of had this week in in my travels that i realized was uh people people today are so tuned into everything but they have no moral compass like religion once served as as a moral compass for people and nobody has that 
and nobody has like a place to go, but now you have two two places to go and both sides are perceived as good by their side. And that's just not good for anybody. But the the one point about media, somebody was saying like people that blame anything on the media, to me, this is a result of technology and devices and Wi-Fi being in the hands of people. I just feel as though media and truth is in the hands of people that are able to capture it in real time and media copies what's going on in real life. But typically in our history in America, it was printed. So whoever printed it had control of the story or it was on TV and it was a late breaking story. But that first story, you were waiting on that story to come out to see what happened. And then the internet comes in. Now you've got people telling the news, but regardless of the quality of the news, this is the news coming at you. Not, I mean, this is even news that we're doing right now, but it's a constant stream that corporations can't control now and courts can't control now. So you have two layers of control that have basically been ripped out like a Band-Aid because the court can't control the public and because they can't, like, push the case, like, the facts of the case aren't getting out to the press. But the press can't even beat it, beat Twitter to the punch either. So you've got millennials and young people that are breaking the news or finding out about the news and not caring about older people if they know or not. And then you have older people getting it four days after and arguing on Facebook about things that happened three days before. It's just, I feel like people are crossing over into a new speed and kind of why I feel like older people. It's not that I, not that I don't value older people. I just saw another thing that AARP, an article on AARP about Nursing homes, the federal government now says that there has to be testing, mandatory testing, like, daily in nursing homes for workers and stuff. And I'm just like, now? Oh, just now? That's when we're going to... It's been a while. I thought, like, I thought Cuomo was the guy who, like, killed all the people in nursing homes. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Which I heard from an actual nurse in Buffalo that works for a nursing home in Buffalo. She was like, that's where people, like, where are people supposed to go? They're patients of a nursing home. Where do you think people are going to go? Yeah, that's so fucked up. They can't go to the hospital. Like, me or you couldn't go to the hospital. We would get discharged. It's like, where do they think these people are going to go? Are you taking them in on the street? So, I'm not, I think older people should be valued. I think older people should be used in some way still like whether it's child care whether it's education some civic duty of circle of life needs to be there but i think there's a lot of things that need to be fixed it's always been like that though yeah it's a constant state of creation Mm. like if you stop working it's not gonna it's not gonna get anywhere that's probably a little bit of what's going on too is people don't i think the combination of corporations and 
ease was an evil combination. Like, I think everybody spent a lot of time making things easier that it actually, like, sort of dumbed us down. But now, I don't know, it sort of made room for, for more growth. Like, technology obviously, like, skips. Like, people that are playing with devices as babies right now are going to be, like, capable of understanding things that are way beyond our capability. I know. Like, kids now aren't get, they're going to be digital. Like, we're analog still. We're plugging in. Like, other kids are going to be, like, just their avatar. Like, their avatar is going to be their body. Like, they don't care about their body, I feel like. Their avatar is just their body. Like, they're going to be doing things digitally. Like they're going to be just completely digital their whole life. They're yeah. already going to have part of their identity created for them on social media before they can know what social media is. Yeah, kids are, like, raised on video games and shit now, too. It yeah. just makes things easier for the parents. Oh, they'll play video games. They'll stay quiet. They won't do anything. Yeah. And it makes it so easy. Like my nephew, not that my parents like, or his, you know, his parents don't, you know, they don't like push him to play video games. But they're not going to. They, they take him away from him so he doesn't do it all the time. But yeah. every time, like, he's allowed to, that's all he does. And, you know, he watches a lot of, like, people on Twitch and everything. And there was a kid. I he's was... all about his Steam account and shit. My brother had his baby's first birthday party, and one of his uh, wife's kin was there, this kid Ryan. And he's in high school. He's from Michigan. And I, he's said that kids just, they, they log in in the morning, and then they just basically play video games while they're in school at home. I'm like, damn, that'd be the life. And these kids are complaining? They want to go back? I mean, I get it. Dude, college is... Give scholarships to kids now who are really good at video games. Yeah, specific ones like League of Legends or Rocket League and shit like that. I think like, it'd be cool to make video games. Yeah, Full Sail offers that actually. Yeah, video game design. I think that would be really fun, and to like write them, dude. Like a Final Fantasy storyline. Like you're asking about dream jobs. I wish more people would ask me that question. I'm going to be thinking about it now. But that was one I've thought of in the last probably year. Where I was like, you know, these freaking video games are so elaborate now. They're almost like productions. And some of them are like based off like books and shit, like The Witcher. They're not even gameplay. They're just stories. They're just stories and then there's play in between. I'm not a big gamer. I haven't been in there. But there's so many of them that it's like, wow, you would really need like a script writer basically, which... That think, would be fun. I think making a video game like Diablo would be sweet. That was a fun one. and That like, was like a computer game, wasn't it? Yeah. It's on Xbox and PS2 now, or PS4, sorry. Um, but yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's totally legit. That, that was a super fun game. Um, but the fucking cutscenes are awesome. Like, the cinematics are, like, incredible, dude. Because they're, like, apocalyptic and looks like everything's from hell and shit and it just looks so awesome like it just the amount of time that goes into that like you can totally see it well imagine like when i was a kid i would get excited over like a choose your own adventure book where it'd be like turn to page 67 if you decide to punch the werewolf or run from the werewolf go to page 78 and it's like you punch the werewolf 
you're dead. <laughs> and then you go back, and you're like, okay, I'll run from the werewolf. It was kind of like... I never ba- got into those. Oh, I loved them. I loved them. I was but into Goosebumps when I was Did you kid. see Bandersnatch? Did you do the Bandersnatch thing? It was the Black Mirror, like, choose your own adventure thing? No. Yeah, Black Mirror, which you did not... You said you didn't see. You should. It's great. Uh, the cinematics are awesome. They're all really dingy and dark and, like, horrific, but like realistic and sci-fi but it's like twilight zone basically i heard i heard yeah i heard you can watch any episode it doesn't have to be in any order oh, or anything. no yeah they're all separate stories but um bandersnatch it's actually about video games ironically it's about um like this story of this kid who makes this video game but it's like a choose-your-own-adventure thing. And it's not great. People kind of hated on it, but to me it was such a cool sort of experience. It's just something different, which I think would be awesome for movies. Like, if they made movies like that, you could... The movie would be like 10 hours of actual... It would be like 18 hours of actual movie if you had it. That would be cool. Like, to make a movie like that, if you did it right... I'm sure that's what movies will be like. Like, you'll have to take into account, like, the users in the movie. So there's, like, 37 possible endings. Like, have you ever seen a... And then there's an update. Like, after the season, wherever the person is, there's 37 different endings. And then there's 37 different beginnings for the next season based on how the user ended. That's awesome. Well, have you ever seen Ready Player One? Uh, that was actually on last night, and I started it. I didn't know what it was. It's actually pretty cool. It was cool, dude. Spielberg the op- did it, so. Oh, that makes sense. The opening, well, I saw the beginning because I just had something else on, and it started. But the opening had an incredible racing scene. Yeah, dude. Yo, it's awesome. They did a really good job on that. That was pretty cool. It's a good movie. I, I thought, thought that it was, was awesome. a lot more childish than that. That was pretty cool. So no, far, yeah, like I only it watched gets pretty- the first quarter. It gets pretty dark, but it makes you think. Like I forgot. I think it takes place in like 2040s, and there was like a a corn syrup drought or something or whatever. Oh. And like the world like went apocalyptic or something. I don't know. That's weird. It's based off a book though. But I mean, I I, I loved how they did that. That shit looked awesome. Yeah. And the whole concept of that game, the Oasis. Like, dude, that would be legit. I think being a writer, to get paid to write a book. If I could do nothing but write the book and I would get paid to do that, I would, that would be a dream job. Yeah, that'd be cool. To just be able to like live in a cabin for like six months, like secret window. <laughs> like Johnny, I was just gonna say that Johnny Depp dude. You stole my story. And he, doesn't he have braces in that movie? He might. Johnny Depp and An- Amber Heard. They're wild. Have you read about them? Yeah, I know what's going on with them. I mean, do you think like? I don't think he did all that shit. She sounds kind of crazy. I think they're just both crazy. I think they both fight. I think he's used to not having... I think he's used to having his woman be like just sort of on the fence where they're like just so thankful to have a second with Johnny Depp Yeah, that he's so used to just like being this uh vagabond of love that she was like also like thinking selfishly 
and was like, oh, I'm going to, like, eat Johnny Depp. And he's, like, in, not edible. He's, like, a poisonous yeah. fucking frog. Yeah, I can, I can, he like, kind of looks like one. You can't eat Johnny Depp. Like, no. you'll die. And that's almost, like, what's happening is she thought she ate him, and he's just, like, literally ripping out from inside of her. Like, no, no actually, no, I'm actually okay. Yeah. I cut my own fucking finger off. Remember that, bitch? <laughs> like, Yeah, dude, he's... Uh... It kind of sucks what's going on. Because I like Johnny Depp, but he can't really find any they're, work. They're saying that she cut his finger off when in reality he probably threw a bottle or something and they were getting wild. He also recorded her. One day I listened to this recording and, like, you got to think of this. Now, somebody's recording. Somebody doesn't know that they're recording. So you have to take into account the person that set up the person not recording. And he's being super chill. But... It is hilarious. It reminds you of, like, he's the ultimate fuckboy energy. Like, he's still a fuckboy. And she's, like, being such a fuck girl, like a crazy bitch, that you're like, wow, these are stars. And they're practicing all the same, like, rituals as the worst people I've ever dated. Yeah. And, and she me. Dated. And me in the worst parts that I've ever been. She dated Elon Musk too. Yeah. And they had like some shit going on. It yeah, that was part of the problem. Was yeah. he was she was with Depp, I think, when he was she was fucking around with him. Yeah. I think that was part of the reason why he was like, Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude. She's I don't know. She was a smoke though. Now she's off limits. Also off limits, Megan Fox. Why is that? She shit on Brian Austin Green who I always used to joke about. Here's me turning 30. Megan Fox was with Brian Austin Green and they had kids. She's she, doing now she's with She's doing some MGK. movie. She does like a music video with MGK. Probably Fox cheats and then makes like this dramatic social media post about like Oh, my beautiful boy, blah, blah, blah. And Brian Austin Green posted. You got your two other boys or some shit? His, their kids. Yeah. It was like, my beautiful boys, my heart will never leave you. That's what it was. My heart will never leave you or some shit like that. And he, something. And he was like talking about the kids. And I was like, damn, nice dad move. But yeah, I just felt that. That kind of makes Megan Fox a little less hot, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and they look fucking weird as hell together. They don't look bad. I mean, they look good. If I was like... I just think he's kind of goofy. If I was 17, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Steal that old fucks. But now I'm 30, and I'm like, you know, that's that's just... What a whore. Yeah. I've always probably would have said that, honestly. You can get that vibe from her. Yeah, I always thought she was kind of a cool chick, and now I feel like she's just a whore. Like, she was super hot in Transformers. The first one. She's an awful actress. One of the worst movies of all time, dude. How do you make a bad movie? How did they get these people on this movie? It's called Passion Play, and Bill Murray, Megan Fox, and Mickey Rourke are in it. And it's still bad. Mickey Rourke's. You don't like Mickey Rourke. No, I do. I just not. Put the disrespect on his name. He's only a. (laughs) Wow, dude. 
I guess I don't get an opinion on on, on Mickey Rourke. And put the your opinion. Just don't put disrespect on his name. I just. I don't know. He's he awesome in one, Sin City. He played one bad role that uh, you don't like him now. He he was ta- okay. He ruined it for you. <laughs> what was the role that ruined Mickey Rourke for you? Uh, Iron Man two. I didn't like. Did he like rush it or something? Please, like my bud, my bud, and he's got these big lips, my bud. I just that's and it just bugs the shit out of me how he talks. Yeah, see, that's why I don't watch superhero movies, um, especially when my heroes are in them. Yeah, if well, my hero's in a superhero movie, I don't want to watch it. But no, he's great in the wrestler and shit. Sin City, he's awesome in. Um, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, he's pretty good in. Yeah, I love that. Nine and a half motorcycle weeks. diaries. I think that's another one motorcycle boy something like that yeah the only one i know of where he's like a bikers when he plays harley davidson i think it's like the same character possibly just a different different movie, movie. i like that movie that's a good one but what did you i know you're excited to talk about it i'm gonna have a couple of spin-off points that i know i'm gonna make but what did you what are your first reactions to the new batman trailer and would you update me on what the heck is going on with there being a ben affleck sighting about batman also because i was excited for robert pattinson uh yeah so i'm super stoked for batman dude or the batman that trailer was fucking sick and that nirvana music behind it was like really good i'm not a huge nirvana fan but like that just sounded awesome uh in the trailer and it's kind of cool how he's not like some big jacked up dude. Like he's kind of like Michael Keaton style because Michael Keaton was wasn't big and jacked or anything. So they're kind of I feel like they're kind of going back to that to a certain extent to where it's like, you know, Ben Affleck's like six five or whatever. He's tall as hell and he's big in the movie or in real life. In real life, no, he's not. Ben Affleck, no way. Let me Google it. I'll bet. I'll bet he can't be taller than six two. He's 6'4". Really? Yeah, Ben Affleck's fucking tall, dude. Ben Affleck's 6'4"? So that's why he got casted as... One of the reasons he got casted as Batman by Zack Snyder was because he wanted him to be bigger than Superman, you know, body-wise and height-wise and everything. Yeah. Um, So what is the new Ben Affleck Batman? uh, Are they doing another movie? So, yeah, they're they're, they're supposed to. Um, I forgot what movie part of that whole universe that they're doing because oh. i mean with flashpoint going on they're gonna be like a million batmans or whatever it doesn't matter flashpoint is what the flash movie is going to be based on to where they go like where he runs so fast he creates like a wormhole on time you know and travels through the space force or whatever and he can like just time travel because he can go so fast it's it's like you got to get you know kind of get like really into it you just got to watch a youtube video or two about it but um and in that, like, he can, like, go to, like, alternate universes, kind of, or, like, Earth-1, Earth-2, Earth-3, Earth-Z, whatever. That's trippy. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's cool, Keep but it, 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 Z. it gets to be, like, you know, um, a little overwhelming. It's like, you know, how yeah. many times can they do this? But yeah. um, if they do it right, it'll be an awesome fucking storyline. Well, the the Batman. The, the Batman's totally different. The Batman looks... Pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. I like the way it's based off of the Long Halloween comic. I thought 
What's the long Halloween comic? Uh, it's Batman the Long Halloween. It's just a series of comics about, you know, just one of the many about Batman. It's one particular, like, series? Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think they got a good guy for the Riddler. I forgot his name. Paul but be, Dano. Yeah, he'll be good. He's great, and did there you see, will be blood. Did, yeah, did you see Colin Farrell as the Penguin? He's, like, unrecognizable. Yeah, everybody said he looks like that other guy, which he does. William uh, Fincher, I don't know. I think that's what is not Bill Fickner, but something Fincher. Anyways, yes, I did see him as the Penguin, and it's weird. They're kind of like, I'm hoping that they still, I read Kevin Smith's reaction to the Riddler, which I thought was going to be Bane, if I'm being honest. Cause no, of the I don't weird, think they're like, going to bring well, him that, in this one. I thought that was Bane, because somebody... I read something about a Bane article, and I thought that was Bane when they showed the Riddler with, like, the goggles and stuff. One of the guys who created Bane lives out in East Aurora. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. We should bring him on the pod. He's, like, an older guy. My ex-girlfriend, her parents knew him. Guy who created Bane. There was, like, two other people that created the whole Bane thing. He's one of them. Um... Bane, I always was really creeped out by until he got his ropes ripped out and he got real skinny in Batman Forever. <laughs> no, Batman... Uh, Returns? Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. I, I forgot like, who played him in that. I forgot who that was. He had on like a mask. Yeah, but it was like... It might have been like a wrestler or something. Batista or something? No, Goldberg. that's way before his time. No, maybe Kane or something. I don't know. Sid Vicious? That's actually, that'd actually be an interesting fact. Um... But the new Batman does look good. I saw some people saying that Robert Pattinson looks like he's wearing eyeliner or emo Batman, which I can't disagree with, but I'm okay with it. I think he looks cool. I think he's a good actor. Oh, Jesus. I like his one line in it. Robert Swenson played Bane. Oh, Robert Swenson. Was an American Robert Swenson, if you're out there, we're going to have you on the pod. Robert Alexander, the Jeep Swenson Jr. I wonder how long my hat looked like that for. It was embarrassing. Like the whole time, I think. Whatever. But fix it. Yeah, that that movie looks fucking sweet. I was I I watched that trailer like ten times back to back. Because when he fucking knocks that dude out, yeah. Oh my god, like that looked like beats the shit out of those. Yeah. No, which is cool because he's not all fucking jacked up. What else is interesting is those guys. All those henchmen had Joker paint. Yeah, like there's a couple theories that. The Joker in that universe could come from that gang, and he just kind of takes over the gang and takes on that gimmick or something. I figured that he was already like in Arkham, and they had already like they were worshiping him because he was locked up, and I'm not they're sh- just like no, rogue I, Joker fans. That's just, what I thought. Um, I th- they're just like henchmen or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, but one of them had half his face or half his face painted like Two Face. Yeah. So I, I noticed that too, and I'm like, huh. And then the other one was filming with a cell phone, like an iPhone or whatever. Maybe they'll tease them for the next version. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what they're going to do. I mean, it'd be cool if Joaquin Phoenix somehow was incorporated into that. Yeah. His Joker would be yeah. perfect for that. I already Batman, saw I think. people were already saying, like, we need Robert Pattinson versus Joaquin. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I remember, like, I, was, I wasn't a fan of the Twilight movies, but Robert Pattinson has came, like, has come such a long way. Yeah. He's in some fucking really good movies, and he does an awesome job. He's a really good actor, so I'm like, I'm super stoked for this one. 
Yeah, he's good in the lighthouse. Speaking of verses, do you remember Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah. Great. I saw movie. that in theaters. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Mr. Butterknives. Kelly Rowland. She calls Freddy Mr. Butterknives and she gets absolutely wasted. That's right. I forgot about that, that she was in that. How about the fucking girl that's supposed to be in high school and she's got. Not to be yeah disgusting, but she's got like fake boobs and shit, and yeah. she's like supposed to be like a junior or senior in high school. Like. Yeah, famous part of horror movies is teens that are supposed to be teens, but they're actually thirty. Yeah, she's like twenty eight, thirty years old. Yeah, um, like a couple great horror movies. Obviously, Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy and Jason, and Michael Myers. We have all the classics, but. A couple ones that I've thought of, you were mentioning to, to oh, because Candyman is coming out. They're doing a new Candyman. Yeah, I was just watching that trailer earlier, and dude, that fucking, that looks awesome. That's Jordan Peele, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's why it's so cool, because yeah. it's going to be like, I don't know, those movies are kind of fucked up. Those were hard to watch when I was a kid, when I was like really young. I never really watched Candyman. I had a DVD called Boogeyman, and it was all scenes. It was one scene of like every... Famous killer like Leprechaun, Chucky, Leatherface. Hell Dude, there's so many Leprechaun movies. Pinhead. Yeah, they're all bad. Like I know they do that with a lot of like obviously Jason movies and stuff. Yeah. There's so many of them, but for the Leprechaun, I thought they only made like a couple, and they made like fucking like six or eight <clears> or some <throat> shit. And I'm like, oh my god. Have you ever seen the movie It Follows? No, I was just reading about that though. Oh, it's a great movie. I was just reading about that. It's a great movie. I won't tell you about it because you got to just watch it, but it's scary. Yeah, it's a usually, good, scary movie. Usually in September is when I start watching a bunch of horror movies. Yeah, it's that Halloween. time of the year. We should make a couple shorts this fall because I've had a bunch of different ideas. We should just start playing around and doing some scary stuff. Yeah, especially when the leaves start falling. That's like the best time. Yeah, I've had so many ideas for, for different movies or like villains or storylines but there's a lot of good ones i started one last night and i fell asleep i didn't finish it it just came out will you google it it has um jesse eisenberg it just came out and these him and his girl they're like over in the uk somewhere and they walk into this they walk into this little development like real estate shop and this really creepy guys like oh we have this development vivarium yeah vivarium vivarium but they go and they get lost in this like labyrinth and i fell asleep but it looked it was pretty good the kid jesse eisenberg is in it let's just remind me you ever see pan's labyrinth that's no. kind of a horror thriller no i haven't that's really good uh Benito or, or Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, he makes it's, good ones. It's got, there's like this creepy fucking monster in it, dude. It has like eyes in its hands and it walks like yeah. this all fucked up towards the little girl. Oh, I've seen that thing. That shit is fucking like, and I love how he does that because it's practical. Like, yeah. He does some great shit and he did like The Shape of Water, which won best movie uh, last year or the year before. And he just does like, just real original shit, like shit I've never heard of before or could ever imagine thinking of. And like Pacific Rim, that movie was fucking sweet. The second one was terrible, but horror the first movie. one. That's not even a horror movie. I know. But that just like made me think of it. Just because like the aesthetic of that movie is just so fucking awesome. Pacific Rim is not the one where the robots fight. 
that's where like these giant Jaegers fight uh um like big monsters and shit. Jaegers? Yeah, they're called Jaegers. What's a Jaeger, bruh? Um it's German for something. They explain it in the movie. It's not a robot. It's kind of like a giant robot. It's a the German pronunciation or Jaeger means hunter in German. Oh, Jaeger. Yeah. But it's like giant like 500 foot robots or whatever that fight like these Godzilla sized monsters. That's um, actually kind of cool. It's it's really cool. The first one's awesome. Charlie Hunnam, who was in Sons of Anarchy, was in it. He's Cl- like the star. Cloverfield was a great movie. Speaking of large monsters. Yeah, I remember seeing that when it came out. Cloverfield was not bad. The trailer was good because it's like you don't know what it is. They don't yeah. they don't reveal anything about it being a giant monster in the trailer for it. There was one they? called Ten Cloverfield Lane also that remember wasn't that awful. One? But it wasn't as good. Uh Cloverfield definitely was good i loved how it was one of the it was one of the first i think the first well one of the big found footage ones that first one was blair witch yeah like yeah which i like the remake the blair witch remake it's not bad dude i enjoyed it i rewatched it i saw it in theaters because i used to watch the movie blair witch 2 book of shadows which was super scary Great movie, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. I saw that before I saw the original, and then I never liked the first one, but I like the first one a lot now. I think Blair Witch 1 is such a great movie, and they did a remake of the original Blair Witch, which is also like pretty, it's like not shot for shot, but it's like similar. It's yeah. just a remake, and it's good. One of the movies, one of the movies I like watching is around this time is uh, The Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Or, like, Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. And there's a show on Netflix right now. I think it's it was originally Ash, on Stars. Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah, that's a fun show to watch. Just because Bruce Campbell's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's really he made a career that of role. it. I heard that they might make another movie remake or whatever of the Evil Dead. But I fucking love those movies. Um, The show gets pretty fucking dark. It's the super remake, gory. The remake of Evil Dead was pretty good. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that one. There's a remake of Evil Dead. That's when scary. Did that come out actually. That's scary. Twenty thirteen. There's a really like you know the the vine rape scene. There's yeah, a, that's fucked. There's a, it's like way rapier, and the girl's so scary. Cabin Fever. Ever see Cabin Fever? Yeah. Great movie. Isn't the dude from Boy Meets World in that one? Uh, Sean Hunter. Yeah, he might be. That's a great movie. Eli Roth. Hostel. Great movie. Yeah, Ryder Strong. I want to revisit Hostel for a minute. You've seen Hostel, right? Yeah, let's pull it up too. I'm going to. So, with all the talk of child and human trafficking, I want to just state. The fact that Hostel was a horror movie that seemed not realistic when it first came out, but now seems basically almost like a documentary. Yeah. There's got to be shit Based like that Based on the going shit on. you've been, yeah, like you've been seeing. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. So fucked up. Um, Avicii has a music video, and I can't remember what the name of the song is. 
but it's a really good song and it's a really good video but it's all like a fabricated fictional example of human trafficking and then he was found dead after and a lot of people say that he was like fighting human trafficking and that's why he ended up suicided yeah i like i like or liked avici still do that i was watching another documentary that was like over in europe and there's just these really just awful places and that movie hostel is not unrealistic at all where if you were just over there with a couple of boys and you end up getting drugged by a couple of whores and just ending up chained to a wall and a random guy just gets to torture you seemed like such an odd concept but now it seems like well, that definitely happens and there's probably cameras on them now and there's probably people that pay to watch it live stream baby yeah, live dude. stream hostel the black Here web reg in the zoo the black web no the dark web that's like yeah that's the satan's web yeah dude that shit's fucked up yeah but hostel is a great great flick uh remember when saw came out that was huge that kind of like started all that type of oh i've type got of a movie on the oh saw is a great movie um when he got up one of the most monumental pieces of of horror lore of all time. If anybody hasn't seen the first Saw, spoiler alert, if there's more than one, you got to consider the guy might not be dead. But that moment in Saw 1, I won't give it away, but there's a moment where it's just the best, one of the best movie parts of horror movie history. Um... But there's a movie that I wanted you to see. Oh, shit. It's, it's like these, this guy, his friend is like shows up and invites him into this like group, this cult. And the guy's like down on his luck and his friend shows up and he's having a real good time. And he's like, oh, come on, you got to come. You got to come. And he ends up going and it's in this like he gets on this bus with all these random people and it's like this really creepy like cult thing and he ends up like in this room getting screamed at by this guy and then he's running around and then he's in this like orgy thing oh my god it's such a good movie i'll have to look it up really quickly what other horror movies have you been watching or or are classics in your mind the monster squad What's the it's Monsters like, Squad about? It's kind of like the Goonies version of like monsters, and they're like with mon. It's like the Goonies, but with monsters, kind of like Dracula, werewolf, the uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein's monster, the Mummy. Um, just the Universal monsters is what they're called because they were all from Universal Studios. Um, but that movie is like a classic. I watch that every year. Monster it's Squad. The Monster Squad, yeah. It's just like, it's just a classic. It came out in 87. actually came out in September of 87. Um, but, dude, it was just, just an awesome movie. It's like a classic. It's like a call classic. It didn't make that much money when it came out, obviously. Um, but it's just like a different version of the Goonies in my book. Just a group of kids that, like, fight these monsters, and it's fucking sweet. That one's um, awesome to watch. I always got to watch that. But that's not too much of a scary movie at all. But I always watch the Halloween movies every fucking year. I just John Carpenter's one of my favorites. And definitely got to watch The Thing. That oh, there's a new new thing coming out. I saw that. They're doing a reboot. John, I found the movie. John Carpenter's doing the music for it. 
John Carpenter's doing the move the for the thing remake. Yeah. That's like, what he's saying. Like he did for the new Halloween. So the one that I was thinking of is called Rebirth. That's the one about the cult where the guy's friend shows up and he's just like, Oh dude, um, you gotta come join this thing with me. It's it's good. It's entertaining as fuck. Um, another one, culty on the topics of cult, scary kind of. Uh the Sacrament. I think it's an Eli Roth movie. Let's see, 2013. The Sacrament. Eli Roth was a producer. For The Sacrament? Ty West was the That movie's good, too. It's almost basically like if Jim Jones happened today Try and Vice was there. Take a guess at what the box office was for it. What? Just give me, like, any number what you think it would have been. Like, how much it made? Yeah, in the box office. Like, 50 grand. Nine grand. That's so weird, though. But it probably had a huge budget. But yeah, the budget's not on here. The box crazy. office, I don't even think it came out in theaters. So I don't know if that counts. Yeah, there's no really there's like big name limited actors. Screening. No, it's basically like a found footage, like almost like Vice was there doing a documentary. Yeah, that's kind of cool concept, though. It is good. It's a good movie. Um... West Side Story. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's doing fucking West Side Story. So why why do people like going musicals? From horror to musicals. Now West those Side are fucking S- horror movies. Smeeks, they're so fucking like I feel like I'm being tortured when I watch them. Yeah, I don't like musicals, but I might watch West Side Story because it's got action. Yeah, I mean, I guess to be curious the to Jets see. Jets and the Sharks. Maybe it won't be a musical, but I mean, It'll I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Some hot young Latinos. The Jets versus the Sharks. Some hot young Latinos and Latinas. Maria. 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 But um, it would be cool to. I don't know if you could reboot The Outsiders ever. No. I don't think you could ever, ever reboot The Outsiders. Yeah, you can't Speaking really of like gangs. You can't get a cast like that. No, together again. Don't I ever mean, reboot the outside. Patrick Swayze, Matt Dillon, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, uh, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Like, and what's, oh, what's the other dude? Matt name? Dillon. Yeah, I said Matt Dillon. He was. Oh. Uh, I forgot his character. Dallas. Dairy. Dairy. Dally. Dally. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but who the fuck else was it? Uh, I don't know. It's not going to come to my head. It's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know. Remember that we read the book, watched the movie in like middle school, I think. But I mean, I've seen them. I saw the movie like 10 times before that. Same. But just the fact like getting that cast, Rob Lowe, that's who else was in it. Good call. Um, But yeah. He was like, like the just, first one to make it. And just think of how big all those guys got. Patrick Swayze was one of the big biggest actors in the 80s. You know what would 90s, be cool? Kinda. You know, it would be cool, and it would be impossible. Actually, you could do it now. The Outsiders collides in the same universe. They're older. They're today. They have kids that are on a sports team. They all still live in the same small town. The ones that are dead, you could kill off. And their kids or grandkids are still in the small town. And it's the summer that Jeepers Creepers comes back. 
Now that's fucking crazy. That would be the ultimate. Dude, that's the thing from Jeepers Creepers is fucked up. Jeepers Creepers is they, one of the best movies of horror history. The first one, the second one's still good. Third, don't ever, I don't even want to talk about it. They did a second, uh, like, Outsiders movie, kind of like a sequel to it called That Was Then, This Is Now. Really? Yeah, that's another, it's another book by him and Pony Boys in it. So, so and a lot of the books that he writes, he it's like they all take place in the same universe. So sometimes, like you get a reference to Pony Boy or something. A couple of them. That's interesting. But Emilio Estevez was in that one too. He's playing a different character. Um, you ever see the movie The Program? Yeah. The quarterback from that movie. Yeah. He's like the main character. Joe in this Cap. Movie. Yeah. Uh, is that what it is? I think it's, it's Joe, Joe Cap. something. Yeah. Is that Joe it? Joe Cap. Um. But yeah, he's the main character in in this movie with Emilio Estevez, who's like his best friend or whatever that like lives with him and his mom and shit. And is it, what's it called? That was then. This is now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I'll like have to a, check that out. I want to say maybe late eighties for that movie. I just love the concept of horror movies in period pieces. Like horror in other time periods gets me excited. Like Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie. That was so cool because it was like a different era almost. Like it was like that 70s era. Even <laughs> like, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like obviously set back then when they did the first one. But I just, I've always loved that, that pre-cell phone horror. Like I think that that's, for me, that's like, some of the best genres, pre-cell yeah, like phone horror. In the horror movies now, it's like, if cell phones are in there in the movie, yeah, they have to write a part in there where it gets lost, it gets broken. Right. Because like if they have it, it's like... Yeah, oh, but they just... Eh. Exactly. But that's why, the, that's why Stranger Things was great, because it was ahead of its, like, it was ahead of cell phones. You can, like, the Monster Squad, you can see, like, influence from that for Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like you yeah. can definitely see that Stranger Things got some influence from that movie. Yeah. Um it was scary. It and it chapter two, they were both done really well. But yeah, again, dude, makeup the CG, does a lot. The CG in that movie was good too, though. It didn't take away like usually CG ruins stuff, like yeah. especially with horror, because if you can tell that it's fake, it's not as scary. Yeah. But the CG was done really fucking good in yeah, that the movie. The leper and was it, really scary. It didn't like take away from anything. Yeah. You ever um, see the old Pet Cemetery? Yeah, the old the one is good. I didn't see the reboot. That fucking that lady's sister who walks up to the camera all fucked She's up. She's got that skinny back. And like she just does that crazy walk. Um that's probably that's like one of the scariest like scenes ever in any movie. Equally scary there's a scene in the movie Twilight Zone, the movie, where the guy the girl goes to the chick goes to babysit the kid and his whole family's there and he's like, Oh, that's my sister. She is a something something and then i told her she couldn't talk anymore and she turns and like turns to the camera and her mouth is gone and like pans <laughs> above the tv that she's watching in the corner That's she's crazy. just like and then it pans and she's got no mouth it's that was equally scary to me as a boy yeah i love shit like that chucky yep. scared the shit out of me Did like you ever... chucky legitimately scared me and poltergeist was a great one yeah poltergeist definitely got to me yeah um did you ever used to watch tales from the crypt Tales HBO. from the Crypt. Dude. I love that my show. My mom and dad, or my mom and my brother and I would watch it, and I was way too young, but oh, I yeah. loved that show. My parents didn't really care what I watched when I was younger. It was kind of funny. 
looked out there. But that show was awesome. I love that. They did a movie, and I think Dennis Miller is the star of it. Yeah. And it's about, like, vampires or some shit. Tales from the Crypt was amazing. That was a good show. On HBO, too, like, classic HBO. Yeah. Where, like, the intro was, like, the beginning of Beetlejuice, where it's, like, going through the town. Yeah. Like, the little models and stuff. The song is great. like, the HBO thing. I think that's a... That's a great um, song. Like, they don't make intros to shows that way anymore. Yeah. I just love organic horror, like stuff that's made, like sets, time, period, like detail, camera work. And then, like, some of the newer movies, it is cool how they do the found footage thing because it's, like, all shot. Like, they're actually filming it. Yeah. That's... Like, it wasn't Suburbia. Was Suburbia shot like that? Suburbia is a good movie. Disturbia. 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 No, it wasn't found footage. There's a different movie similar to it that I think is mainly found footage, but that's good. Or no, there's a scene in Disturbia where he's like, the kid, like, the Chinese kid, like, his friend, like, goes into the house or something. Yeah, and He's yeah. freaking out, but he's, like, watching the camera. That's what I'm thinking of. That was a great scene. That's a good movie. Yeah, I like That's, that like, movie. they made, like, a low-key, like, scary, like, a guy, like, a regular creeper guy in the suburbs seem like a real scary guy, which there's so many of them. That's what's cool about horror is you can make anyone a monster. Anyone that walks by you on the street is a, could Probably is a fucking monster. Yeah. Everyone's a monster. Yeah, there's some fucking monstrous looking people out there too. Yeah. So moral of the story is don't be a monster out there. Be a good person. Be good. Be helpful. And then I think I think that's good. What else do you want to do today? Anything? Yeah, I mean, we talked the horror. Coming to America 2 is coming out in December. I don't know if that'll be any good. Probably not. Uh, the first one's fucking incredible. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? No, Eddie Murphy oh, no, and Arsenio. that's trading places. Yeah, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Oh, that'll be interesting Eddie how Murphy. they do that in today's climate. Yeah. But yeah, the West Side Story, Candyman, Batman trailer, Justice League being released in four parts. We talked all the horror and shit. Yeah, dude, I'd say that's a pretty good wrap on the episode. Yeah, I do have one more story, but we'll save that. We'll open up with that one about... Um, I saw a story in the Buffalo News about Bean Bastard Coffee. So I'll save that for next one. We'll open up the next one with Bean Bastard Coffee. Yeah, that sounds good. Buffalo, New York. Let's put that in here. Bean Bastard, baby. But yeah, we've been sipping on Swish and talking a lot. I hope everybody had a good time. I hope you guys have a good week. Stay tuned to our Instagram where we'll be posting some interesting things. Weekly episodes every week. Yeah, we're going to do at least one episode a week, perhaps two. Yeah, two sometimes, but definitely one. I feel like we've been doing one a week pretty consistently. Yeah, stay tuned, babies. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back.